Welcome to the Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place where we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. This week, we're going to talk about George Clooney giving away 14 million bucks, monkeys in Thailand. That's right. And then we're going to talk a little uh, Christian Christmas theme type deal. So we'll we'll see how that goes. How's y'all's week been? Busy. Yeah. Getting ready for, we say this is coming out next week. Yep. So... When this comes out, we will have just put on the show the week before. Yeah. Yeah, so this week I've just been, like, making phone calls and getting everything planned out, getting ready for the show on Thursday. Cool. So it's been busy. Getting it all together and going. I guess you got a, a, a somebody opening for you guys or? Yeah, which, uh, so the guy that plays keys with us, he does some of the synth stuff for us. He has his own band with some people that he's been kind of trying to work on for the last few years. And uh, so they're going to open for us. They're going to do a few songs, but they don't have a drummer. So I'm going to play drums for them. So like, <laughs> so it's, it's a, uh, it's Tuesday right now. So the show is two days and uh, I've never, I've played one song with them before. So they're supposed oh, to come to over right. tonight and I got to learn their songs. Learn a few songs real quick. It'll be fine. Though, yeah. But. Just put on like a mask or wear like a different shirt or something like that. So yeah. Whenever, whenever yeah, you I'll, put a, I'll do like a Daft Punk thing. Yeah. <laughs> be the marshmallow or something. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy, relax, baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, let's just hold off right now. I'm safe now. Let's not go after the ninja dude. Uh, so I appreciate you uh, coming in. And, and, and protecting your boy, but we're gonna hold it back right now. <laughs> uh, hey, just real quick, uh, uh, what countries are we in right now? We are in. Go ahead and uh, let's talk about some a couple things, and I'll pull this up real quick. Um, so this week, you guys are getting ready to go to um, fall a re- retreat, a right? Retreat, a retreat with the young people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the, the middle schoolers, high schoolers. We're going up to uh, we're going up to Buffalo, Texas. Really nice retreat center, um, and it's kind of crazy in the time of COVID to try to plan all that stuff out. But we were able to do something, thankfully, there in, in summer. So we we're, we're already uh, experts at how to go about and, and keeping everybody safe and, and mm-hmm. everything sanitized. And it's a lot of work just because it's uh you know we're not a gigantic ministry by no means, but we but we definitely operate as if we. Uh, you know, we have a, a thousand people under our supervision. Yeah. So uh, it's real good, but you know, planning everything. We got great leadership, and I, I would put them up against any team any day. They great, great leadership, and uh, yeah, no. But we're uh, we're really looking forward to what God's gonna do. We're gonna be uh, the whole theme for the week is uh, is actually over this statement: "Am I my brother's keeper?" Oh wow! You know, so it's just gonna we're gonna bring up accountability and and the purpose of why God put us here together. It's not to live alone, but it's to live in community, live together, uh, accountability, those kind of things that, that that are just absolutely important to a um, well-rounded spiritual life. Yeah, you know, for are sure. You especially be speaking on it or. Are you going to be speaking at it? Or I'm, going to, I'm going to be preaching on that, but also our our, uh, our leaders, our, the youth staff that's going, they're also going to be doing uh, like breakout sessions as right. well. I really want this one to be less preachy than uh, summer camp was, so I'm only going to preach once, and uh, I just really want to engage them in uh, in conversation, in dialogue that they can, because I feel that the best teacher is, is actually whenever you repeat what you've been taught and you try to teach yeah. it to somebody else or at least find some 
find some uh, some ground there, something to bite on, right? Where where both of you guys can say, you know, this is how I perceive that, and then just kind of that bouncing of ideas, um, but all being moderated as well, because we don't want people to go off the rails and start, you know, <laughs> talking about some weird theology or yeah. something like that. But I definitely want it to be um, <clears throat> just where they engage with each other, right? Because that's so. That I think they'll get more from that than just hearing me preach all day. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, a community is so important to young people um, to, to help them understand that they're not alone out there trying to live out this walk with, with Christ. And um, you know, I think something we're going to talk about next week is t- talking about really or uh, living in the culture and different things like that. So we're in the United States, India, United Arab Emirates, okay. Russia. And then, we, and then we picked up uh, United Kingdom. Um, so that's really, really, really cool. Yeah, United Kingdom. That's across the pond, right? Or across just, the pond, that's what they say. So Fact check me, hashtag Sal. So, uh, <laughs> oh man, I almost you, replied to that, but I was like, I'm just going to sound like <laughs> I'm like 90% sure that they're also referred to as a Mockingjay. <laughs> but the main name is Mockingbird. But yeah, no, no so, that was funny though. So one of our dear friends, uh, the, the awesome listener, uh, he texts both uh, James and I, and he's like, are you sure that's what you <laughs> I was confused, but you know, hey, I'm not the smartest crayon in the in the box or what the he said brightest was, crayon. He said, whatever. I just wanted to note, because nobody knows what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. He said, I just wanted to note that uh in that thing, in I think it was a Thanksgiving one. Uh, James said something about the uh, the Mockingjay, the the Texas bird being the Mockingjay, which is a fictional bird that only exists in the Hunger Games. <laughs> 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 and <laughs> I did say it was the Mockingbird, but I said something about jays being like a type of bird because you have like the blue jays, and there's like. And I'm like 90% sure that that's a J. Well, we can and roll it back. sometimes referred to, but I never looked it back up. But no, the Mockingjay is definitely <laughs> the bird. <laughs> yeah, the Mockingjay is definitely the bird in the Hunger yeah, Games. I just text it back and I'm like, look, bro, I, I'm ignorant and I'm okay with that. Like, just ask oh, James. Man. He has all the, you know, the animal websites on, on ready to pull up. Yo, so. I got another one about animals today. So uh, I, just, just something interesting. So I just... And I've been looking at this for a while, but, you know, I just told you where we are in the world. But this is interesting the way it is. It says, uh, where your audience come from, world, U.S., Canada, and Australia. So Canada and Australia are not part of the rest of the world. <laughs> oh, we didn't know that? So what yeah. is considered world? <laughs> I, I, I think everything besides Canada and Australia. So that's very interesting to me. We did pick up a few states. Uh, we are now in Texas, Oklahoma, Virginia, California, New York, Tennessee, Alabama, Nevada, Missouri, Arkansas, Maryland, South Carolina. Uh, so our little map there is kind of starting to fill in. Um, we can just knock out this this uh, southern states and just continue to grow. So if you're out there, you've been liking what we're doing. It helps us a lot if you go in there and give us a comment on each and every one of our podcasts. Give us that five-star review. It puts us up at the more of the top of the uh, the algorithm where people can find us more and more. So, Jimmy, you say how much you love us. Go out there and prove <laughs> it by your comments and your five-star review. That boy Jimmy's disrupting the algorithm. Right, right. All right. So let's jump right into the Culture Corner. All right, James, what you got? 
Alright, well I got another animal one for us. So the uh, <laughs> the story I have today. A mocking mon- monkey. No, no, no. It uh, is okay. about monkeys. It's about the uh, the uh, how do you say it? The mo- it's probably Macau. Yeah. That sounds better. Yeah, I think Macau sounds way better. <laughs> I've already said the first one, so Alright, anyway, those monkeys, monkeys in Thailand. You know the ones. Okay, if you've ever seen any pictures of Thailand, you can't get a picture that doesn't have these monkeys in it somewhere. It doesn't matter if you're looking at the trees in the middle of a store. There's <laughs> monkeys everywhere. There's thousands and thousands of them, and they just mm-hmm. roam the city. It's like a defining characteristic of Thailand. Yeah. And I still didn't know how to say the <laughs> name right. <laughs> anyway, so these monkeys are so apparently with the uh, pandemic stuff going on, uh, obviously their tourism is like nothing right now uh and that's usually like a pretty big part of their economy and stuff and so the monkeys are always just going around everywhere and usually a lot of the tourists will feed them and give them some of their food either voluntarily or the monkeys will just steal the food because they're monkeys and they do what they want and uh but since there's no since there's like almost no tourism going on right now the uh the monkeys are they're their one of their main food supplies is like gone so these monkeys are extra irritated and aggressive wow more than usual and they're usually just roaming the streets and you know monkeying around and stealing people's stuff and, he said monkeying around yeah that's right i did <laughs> <laughs> and so they're usually somewhat of a nuisance anyway but now they're like a big it's a extra big problem right now and so there's this guy who's from europe and he's a pianist, and he's down there right now with his upright piano. So I don't know how he's hauling it around, but he's hauling it around Thailand. With monkeys. Setting it up different places, playing you playing the piano for the monkeys. And he says that it helps, uh, you know, he's doing, like, music therapy for them. So it's, he's trying to uh, calm them down, make them less aggressive, so they're less of a problem for Thailand. Wow, and I don't think it's really working because if you watch the videos of him playing for him, they're like stealing his music and eating <laughs> it, and they're just climbing all over him and stuff. But I don't know. He says that it helps. Apparently, he does the same thing for elephants somewhere. He does he does all sorts of like music therapy stuff for animals, but I think it's mostly just him playing piano to animals because people don't want to listen to. Him. Yeah, I don't see this ending well for this guy. You know, it's the guys that always go to try to sleep in the bear den. Yeah. They come up missing and mm-hmm. nobody ever seen it coming and all that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. he's down there. He's trying to take care of the monkey problem. Yeah. Well, they need to ship these monkeys wherever they, they took those peacocks. Yeah. Where, where did we say we sent, <laughs> you just I think we, said we sent them up to like New York area. Yeah. So. Something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send them up. No, Macaque. we don't want those monkeys up here. Wait, one more time. Let's see. Macaque. 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 Cat. Macaque. Sounds like the Midwestern. So I yeah, was more so like, right the first time. I just mm-hmm. didn't it was say a with a between the two. Ah. I didn't say with an ass. You didn't have that Boston accent yeah. on it. Yeah. Macaques. The, the way that, that it's spelled out here, it's M U H hyphen. Macaque. K A K. Macaque. Macaque. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Sounds like a bird. Macaque. Don't get me started um. on birds. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom, I, I don't know if you know this, she knows. Not like a lot about birds if you compared her to some like bird watcher guy, <laughs> but compared to the average person, she knows a lot about birds. And so I know random little, that's the only reason I know these r- random little snippet of fun facts about birds because my mom's always like, oh yeah, that's the whatever bird. They're <laughs> She's a bird watcher. Uh-huh. Well, cool. All right. So in the, in the Christmas theme, do you guys like money for uh, a present or would you rather for someone to go out and like spend the time of picking something out the whole sentimental type deal 
depends on how much money we're talking and what did they pick out for me. What about your wife? What if your wife did it? Would you want money from your wife or you want her to like get you like some uh, like a, a handmade something or another? Which which one means more to I'd you? I'd probably let her pick a present. That'd probably be better. Yeah. I'm taking the cash. So, yeah, the cash is always good. But for like whenever it's like my, my wife and I, we... we we have that discussion about what kind of gift or whatever. We just get a gift for like for each other. It's a, it's our like you know a, a new stove or a new refrigerator yeah. that mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, adulting, right? right? Um, it, that side of the family for me, her side, it, it, it was a revelation to me on how they do gifts because they tell each other mm-hmm. what they want and then they just buy it. That's that's the best way. No, I know I love it, you yeah. know, but I, I but I didn't grow up that way. Yeah, you know, I, I love it now because you don't have to guess anymore. Like, well, what should I get them? It's like, no, here, this is what I want, right? But uh, yeah, if I had to choose, I think I'd. Uh, I want, whenever somebody asks me, what do you want? Uh, Amazon gift cards all yeah. day. <laughs> My, I think money's the way to go. When you said that, it was funny because on Thanksgiving we um, we draw names for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to buy all the adults put their name in the hat and you draw, you get a $50 gift. We and, did that the last few And years. then you're done, right? So my my wife's little sister, she was just like, she's not going to be in it this year. And I would just say, how come you're not going to be in this year? Because she said, well, every year you ask me for a list and then they don't buy what's on the list. <laughs> so she said, I'm not playing no more. <laughs> But, so, but there's like a lot of stress associated with that, trying to find the right gift for people, right? Oh yeah, yeah, big time. Well, Me, this year, this year we because we used to do that the last few years, but we uh, they just this year we're going to try doing the whole white elephant thing, except for apparently you're not allowed to have a white elephant gift. Can you say white elephant in PC culture? I don't know. Just, Is it it's a bad just thing? the elephant game. Oh. <laughs> 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 I got in trouble for something I said a couple weeks ago. So you always get in trouble. I know it. Yeah, I know, you know it. it. But that the whole point of the game is like there's usually some bad gifts in there, and that's the white elephant gift, right? right. And so it's going to be the opposite for you it's guys. It's only going to be good gifts. Yeah. So the the best gift is going to be the one that everybody's going to go after instead of trying to get rid of the worst gift. Type yeah, deal. basically, because yeah. they're all supposed to be good. Yeah. My favorite white elephant gifts are always Star Wars gifts. Like everybody always wants a Star Wars gift, even sure. though like that first, the first go around, everybody's like, "Oh, it's right there." But by the end, that's the hot commodity. Yeah, because you're playing at uh, IHOP at twelve o'clock at night. That's why. <laughs> yeah. No, Louis, Louis, Louis. Listen, man, I tell you, we've got so much, so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the good comments about the Luby stuff. Um, we're sorry, but at the same time, <laughs> you guys word. loved it. So maybe we'll get back to something like that. I don't apologize, uh, man. But I regret nothing. <laughs> I said what I meant. What I said. <laughs> uh, but we had a we had a really really good time. Anyway, so let's get back. So I ask you that question. Well, for me and my wife, we just go shopping together, kind of like you. Um, we'll go shopping and we're like, hey, what do you want? Let's just pick it up here. And now one time I tried to buy her an outfit for Christmas. That didn't work out so well. So I'm going to this, I don't know, this fancy place. I thought I'm going to buy her something nice, you know. And uh, the lady was just like, what size does she wear? Man, I don't, you know, I was mm, early yeah. in my. Clothes my, are mm-hmm. tough, man. Man, I was early in my marriage. I'm just, uh, I didn't even look on that stuff before I left. You can get I, real offensive I, if you say the wrong size. Right? Well, I just <laughs> pointed at this lady. I'm like, her size, you know? <laughs> 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 uh, 
she took everything back. <laughs> so now we just, you know, it's one of those things, you know, we don't really do birthday presents. Uh, we go out to eat with, you know, yeah. and that's it. You know, we don't do a whole lot of the, the, the present stuff. But anyways, um, money's always good. You can't go wrong on money. And then I read, I just read this story about uh, George Clooney. He did this movie, Gravity, and uh, it was kind of a low-budget uh, movie, him and Sandra Bullock, about them being in space. And then early in the movie, he dies. He floats off to space and never comes back, right? Um, so there was only a certain budget. So he made a deal with them that says, look, I won't take any money up front. Just give me a small percentage on what it is. They were thinking because it was a low-budget movie, not a lot of um, um, dollars out there pushing it or mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, that, he, that wouldn't be big. Well, he ended up making $14 million off of it, <laughs> uh, dying really early in the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the story was saying that he still has the same 14 friends from when he was a um, in high school. So he got all of them together and brought them to his house and went and got $14 million in cash. Stacks. And stacks. And put a million dollars in each bag and gave to his, his buddies. Wow. Yeah, so... Um, they said he had he ordered a pallet of money. <laughs> a pallet of money. I think if you order a pallet of anything, you're you know you're, you're you've already reached boss status. Yeah. Oh yeah, for That's sure. Good. Can you imagine? I can't. A million. <laughs> like, give me my presents in bags. I'll you know, I don't pallets. care if it's like or pallets. <laughs> I'm not trying to be picky right now. <laughs> I mean, it don't matter if it's a baggie, whatever it is, a paper bag. No, no bag. That, that's, that's the streets talking yeah. right there. Duffel bag, whatever it is. I mean, just load it up. You did know? they? Uh, did these friends know that he was doing this when he invited him over? No, nah, he surprised he, with he, was, he, he said they they get together regularly. You know, so it was one of those things that you know the boys are getting uh, together. Um, and I don't even think he's married anymore. So it was just like, a, you know, they, the boys are coming over and he just drops. Because if stuff. he was married, you know, his wife would be like, like are you sure? Yeah, he wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> he's got plenty of money, right? You I think mean, he would have married somebody who sounded like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is George Clooney. He ain't married somebody who sounds like that. Oh, you know, you got Fran Drescher. She's out there, you know. <laughs> Fran? I forgot about that lady. Was it Peggy from... Uh, Cause he's, he's baller status anyways, like because wasn't he like um, most beautiful man in the world type deal before and all that? I believe it's sexiest man alive. Sexiest man alive. So let's check it out. If I had sexiest man alive, which I know we're a long ways away from that, so Dude, you're close. Everybody relax, okay? You're, you're like right there. But I would, I would just. I would change my business cards. It wouldn't even have my <laughs> to, name on it. To 2020, it wouldn't even have an occupation. Alive. It would just say sexiest man alive. You know? I'd get it. Yeah. And uh, they probably hire you. Doesn't yes. matter what the job is. Just here. Here it is. Just You can hire Bob or you can hire the sexiest man alive. I would make it rain in sexiest man alive <laughs> business cards. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh. Fran. Macaque. All right, let's uh, listen to this next song, Colton Dixon Miracles, and then we're going to jump right into the main topic about Christmas. Boom. Ninety miles on the highway, every day moving so fast. 
Taking all the wrong ways out Never saw you coming Stopping me in my tracks Keeping me from the long way down Doesn't matter just how many times I tried There could only be a single reason why So tell me So that's Colton Dixon, Miracles. He's got a cool story. You know, I think he did the, the American Idol or whatever, him mm-hmm. and his sister. His sister begged him to come, and uh, he was just like, nah, you know, he's leading worship at a church type deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up winning it, I think. Uh, beat his sister out and all that good stuff. So <laughs> uh, it was kind of a, a cool deal, and he refused to, uh, to really just not do the music that he was going to do the Christian stuff so I know he had to do a couple of the the theme type deals but every time that he got to pick um, music he did Christian music so it's hmm. a good story you know, 220 has a has some ties with Colton Dixon now uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This. yeah yeah Micah Thomas who was on uh, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago or like a month ago or whatever um, they went to go to like Dallas or something like that to go see him in concert. San Antonio. Yeah, San Antonio. And they got a chance to talk to him and uh, I think they did like the VIP thing or, or, you know, to where they talk to the artist and stuff like that. Well, anyway, he got him to record our our weekly announcement videos for 220. Yeah, so you got Colton Dixon just, you know, hey, what's up, 220? And that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All the kids were excited about it too. So he seemed like a cool cat, sold out for the Lord, so... Um, awesome. All right, Pastor Caesar, we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas. Christmas is what, three weeks away or something like that? Mm-hmm. A little over three weeks away. So um, what you got for us today? Well, <clears throat> much like our Halloween episode and our Thanksgiving episode, we want to bring you some truth behind these holidays. That's all we, we ever want to do. That's bring all. Some truth. We are truth bringers. But uh, yeah, in... in uh, in our uh, Sunday school class for for the young adults, we've been uh, I've been teaching a series that I titled "Mythic Christmas," and that's just kind of looking at the myth surrounded surrounding uh, Christmas and what us over here in um, in the Western world what we believe about Christmas and things that just kind of we've just accepted as gospel. Which, if we take a closer look, it's not really in there. You can't find these things that we just believe and and we'll get more into that but you know the traditional christmas scene is what I mean, we all see white baby jesus right uh in uh, in, a, in a manger surrounded by uh you got his parents there you got three wise men you got oh, yeah. some animals uh he's in a farm type kind of thing stable looking thing and you have a star yeah stars over his head the star is over his head and there you go right the nativity scene and, and the wise men don't don't forget about yeah the wise i said men. the wise oh, men. I said, okay. yeah i said the wise men. the three wise men three wise and men. and that's what we've just popularly but that's the popular uh, scene what we've accepted we see it happen in uh, I mean really everywhere people that need that don't even believe they don't even claim Christianity over the life they, they you know they would say yeah that's what it is that's what it looks like but uh, further investigation 
of the Bible and of the text. He wasn't white. He wasn't white. Newsflash. Jesus <laughs> wasn't white. It's like, what? What? <laughs> yes, Jesus is a Jew. Just rock my theology. Jesus. You know, somebody said this the other day, and it just kind of like, if you're not ready for it, it kind of rocks your world. But, you know, Christianity is an Eastern religion. Yeah. It didn't start here when they come over here and landed on Plymouth Rock and all that. Mm-hmm. That's not how, no, then they well, landed on a turkey, and then that's how the oh, first. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, that's, that, that's not history. that's not how it went. It's not how it went <laughs> down. So we're gonna go just through a few of these and let's talk about them. Um, not gonna get too deep on each and every single one, but uh, let's just see where this goes. Yeah. So hey, Merry Christmas from the Refuge Project yes, sir. to you. Merry Christmas. There we go. So first, the Bible. This is a myth. The Bible does uh, a myth that people believe. The Bible doesn't say anywhere that Jesus' birthday was December 25th. What? Yeah. What? It's almost start selling mine in like February then. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Sure. I think it. I think it was technically supposed to be sometime in March. I think is when they think it was. Yeah, something like that. But there's no definitive proof as to when he was born, and that's not the important thing. The important thing is he was he was born. Do we know why we decided on the 25th? Well, the 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 popular thought behind that is that it goes back to uh, it traces back to a pagan holiday that the Roman Catholic Church incorporated to try to get people in church to draw them in and to say, you know, what mm-hmm. you've been worshiping all the time over here, this false God, there's the real God. And this, you know, and they just incorporated those days. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, December 25th is not Jesus's birthday. Yeah. I think what I've heard from like random documentaries and stuff that I've seen over the years was they think the star that the uh, wise men were following was like one of the planets, like Saturn or Venus or something like Pluto. that. It wasn't Pluto. I don't remember which one it was, but they think it was probably one of those planets, and that one, whatever planet it was, uh, that would have only been visible during these times and on. They somehow traced it back to like early spring or something. Bro, I'm but, about to go rewrite everything that we're teaching these kids across the street. But I mean, I don't even. They didn't even say like for sure. I mean. Obviously, it's all kind of speculative. But. Yeah, and I know this kind of sounds like rudimentary, but like you'd be surprised how many people have huge misconceptions about our faith and what we believe in Jesus Christ. You know, it's yeah. like, well, why do you guys celebrate his birthday? You know, well, Next thing you're going to tell me is Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> no, I, I think I've seen him here Sunday morning. Oh, I think I did, too. The homo was getting crunk, too. <laughs> Moving on. Sampling the Santas. Sam- sampling the Santas. Pot <laughs> yeah, so, no, it, it's just, but, you know, these things are important. I, I think they're important for us to just kind of bring up, and I know we do it in a joking manner, but there are some people that would, are just dead set on some of these things. I know I know people that have gotten very irritated. Like, you can tell whenever they see a Christmas tree in a church, or they, you, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen them too. And, uh, you know, it's like, hey, just chill out. Right. Chill out. Yeah, it's not. It's, yeah. It's what not, a great message. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pastor. What, is, yeah, what, what does the Bible say about this? Hey, chill, out. chill out. Chill out. Just, bro. Just chill out. It, it's it's going to be all right. All right. So another myth. Um, <clears throat> the Bible never says that Mary rode into Bethlehem on a donkey. Oh yeah, we were talking about this. We always see that one, and uh, and 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 let's let's just kind of. Let's try to get into to the context a little bit of what's going on here. You have a very, very pregnant Mary. 
on a donkey. Pray. On a donkey. That's so irresponsible. I preached this message one time that says the things the Bible didn't say. Yeah. And it feels like a whole lot like this, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. But a lot of people think that. It's yeah. like, oh, she rode it on a donkey. Uh -huh. Now, but, you know, that's a 65-mile journey that they took to get to where they were going. Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe within the 65 miles, maybe she did ride on that donkey for a little bit. But, you know, Mary was tough. Yeah. Plus, she was probably trying to get rid of that baby. Don't they say in the last last trimester to walk a lot so you can yeah. like, push yeah. the baby out? She's mm -hmm. like, we going for but 65 miles. Mile. <laughs> yeah. No, we when we were talking about Sunday school, a lot of people were like, yeah, she probably just walked it all. And I was like. 65 I, miles. I don't think any of you could walk 65 <laughs> yeah. miles. I know, like, I can't. It takes an hour to drive that long. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, it's 65. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. that's days of walking. Yeah, that was the other thing. Did it say how long their journey took? Because I don't think we ever got to there. Because that's a big deal. Because I could walk 65 miles in three months. Easy. <laughs> All right, Forrest. It, it, it was probably a few days. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote anything yeah. there, but it was, it was probably a few days' journey yeah. that it took to get there. But still, you know, it's it that sixty-five miles. Oh my goodness! And that's I'm, like going here to the beach in Galveston. Yeah, and actually, I think a little bit further. Yeah, and you know, from firsthand experience uh, when dealing with a. Uh, uh, a very pregnant woman um you know it's you take the, her on a it, 65 oh man, mile walk no man <laughs> it, it's like you they don't want to walk they don't want to move back's always hurting they're it's just it, it's pregnancy it's like i don't know how people are like you're glowing it's like they it, it looks miserable <laughs> to me oh for sure they're like i'm not glowing <laughs> <laughs> You're you whatever you say you are right now, woman. Uh, so apparently they turn into Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I, I just did a quick Google search on how long it would take to walk 65 miles. 24 hours. Nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah, and that's so like probably down a sidewalk, not like in the desert. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Up and down. So I'm going to give them a week. Yeah. That, that's doable. Yeah. But again, she's so she, pregnant. Yeah, so how pregnant she was she? Super pregnant. Right now. <laughs> but couldn't they have had like some kind of wagon or something? I think it's funny that, that we got three guys in here talking about how pregnant a woman it is and what so we think it's going to be. Pregnant. <laughs> oh, she could have done it in two days. Come on, come on. <laughs> What's wrong with her? If it was a man, <laughs> I'm just saying we know she made it. Right. So she made it. Yeah. <laughs> but. No. It's like, how did she make it? Did she? But it, but I find that I find that so incredible too, and I'm glad you bring that up because I, I know whenever guys get even like a cold, oh yeah, right, yeah. We're, we're just down for we're three down. days. And we're, yeah, can no, you bring no, me some? Can you bring me this? Oh, bring me so I feel like I'm gonna die. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. No, that's. I mean, not most men, not, not, me, not us, <laughs> not us. But. I don't want to be lumped into the cold group with you guys. Gosh. <laughs> You ain't been married long enough. I guess. I don't know, man. Uh, well, he was, <laughs> well, James is on that macaque stuff. <laughs> but yeah, if you wanna if you wanna go and check that story out for yourself, go ahead and look in the book of Luke, chapter two, verses one through six. You can see that story for yourself, but it never says in there expressly that she rode in on a donkey into Bethlehem. So there you go. Uh, providing the references because we are a credible <laughs> news media. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, okay, next. And this one we know if you've been a Christian for, uh, actually, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put words in it or thoughts in anybody's yeah, mind because I don't know what people think nowadays. Uh, uh, but it, the Bible never says three wise men were there. Yep. 
at his birth. Yep. And I said, well, where do we get that from? Where do we get the whole three wise men thing? I think the confusion comes from the gifts that they brought, right? Because uh, it says gold, frankincense, and myrrh is what they brought. So people just have taken that and say, well, there was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There you go. Three gifts, three three wise men. Right. And then they showed up with that. And then, uh, yeah, but the Bible never says it. It could have been, been three. It could have been four. It could have been five. It could have been ten. It could have been a whole, a whole team of wise men that came and brought gold, 27. frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah, that's something that I read in the past. It was probably more than three, like. As the respect of who Jesus was, there were probably been more than three shows. Yeah, and the Christmas songs don't help either. We three kings. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Uh, That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know the scripture. I know the song. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been a whole bunch of them. And you know, one thing that I, I that I um I always find interesting is that uh, I know that the uh, the silent years uh, that are present there from whenever Jesus was twelve to when he enters a public ministry at thirty, um, that there's a lot of life that takes place between twelve and thirty, right? But uh, but in there, I'd like to think that um, you know Jesus never begged for anything. He wasn't a beggar. He and whenever you look at at how uh, um, his robes that he would wear and all that. You know, they, they were all hand stitched. They were all, you know, it's a, Jesus, even though he he didn't have I don't think he had like this crazy wealth on earth because he wasn't that wasn't his purpose. But we never read him read about him, you know, begging in the streets or anything. No, but, but have you ever thought like so, you know, at, especially in those days, you are who you fought your father is. So, I mean, his father was a carpenter. So Jesus had to be a carpenter, right? He had a carpenter's son. Mm-hmm. So you think like Joseph gave him tasks to do in the in the wood shop or whatever, and then like Joseph would like go take care of some family business, and then like Jesus was using his powers to like put stuff his together. Powers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like twinkle his nose and like the chair put itself <laughs> together. Well, wasn't he supposed to be pretty good at carpentry? Yeah, you would think. I mean. Carpenter I, I would I would I would think he would be good at anything he does. <laughs> it's like, uh, Jesus, maybe you should sit in the back. Well it says he's uh, fully no. human, right? Which means he's gotta be bad at something. Like maybe he just wasn't funny. Well, well what like, the, what the scripture does say about him is that he just wasn't very pretty looking. He just yeah. was a normal uh, probably the most normal looking dude that you can probably What up, the, Jesus? Yeah. I got hope now. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't the sexiest man alive. No. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, I feel like I could insert a Carl Lenz pun, but it's oh, probably too soon. Oh, 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 yeah, too it's, it's probably too soon for Ooh. all that. But uh, uh, poor Carl. I know he he did it to himself. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, no, he, but he says, the scripture says that he was, he was. Yeah, so it's probably good that he was average looking. It would have been much more uh, temptation and stuff, right? Yeah, all the ladies have been hollering at him. Yeah, not for yeah. him though, but for everybody else. Yeah. Well, it says, yeah. you know, he's tempted in every way, you yeah. know, so I'm sure he's tempted like that, but it's probably a lot tougher if you're like the man. You know yeah, what I mean? Li- literally. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but you know, it's uh, they never, they never had a, they never had to go without. I don't think. You know, where'd all that gold go? Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. So he probably gave it to fourteen of his friends. <laughs> <laughs> so if we said that George Clooney is Jesus, oh, is that what we just said? We did not say <laughs> no, that. We did not say. We that. did not say that. Fake news. <laughs> yeah, he looks. He, George Clooney probably <laughs> looks better. Get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> 
No, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, we love you. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, the Bible never says that the star hovered over the manger. Now, we'd be hard-pressed to find a nativity scene now whenever you're driving around churches and all that. They always have the star hanging uh, above, and it, it, it's, it, you know, it, it's cool. It makes the, 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 the image very um, spectacular, right? There's a, the, the star came out whenever he was born. Um, but the problem is that there's no reference to that in the Gospels. The, uh, the, the Magi were given a star that led them right to Jerusalem, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, uh, then on to Bethlehem, verses 9 and 10, that it, read, that it reads right there in Matthew chapter 2. But, uh, but, and that's where they found the child. But we, we understand that uh, King Herod at that time, he, he issued a decree to kill all the babies that were two years and under. So the wise men showed up around that time. So using context clues, you know they, they did not show up when Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus was probably about two years old before they showed up. They saw the star. The star is what led them. But, yeah, nowhere does it say that the star hovered above the newborn baby Jesus. Right. Which Let also it. means they were following that star. Yeah. For a long time, for two yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Which if you ever see any kind of, like, I don't know, some kind of like cartoon movie or something that's like talking about the Christmas story. It's always like the wise men saw the star and just like got yeah, up. Yeah, and let's go. Yeah, walked over there that night. I must or, follow the star. Yeah, like it just happened in a few hours or something. But. Yeah. I always read that they, they showed up, at, you know, around one and a half, two years old. Two years old. I think whenever I was in grade school, not even a Christian or anything like that, that's how the story was communicated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always like that. But nope, you won't find it in there. Interesting. Yeah. Blowing my mind. How did I, how did I become pastor? How did you? That's I, what I've been teaching my asking. kids this stuff forever. I, We've I, been singing the songs and everything. I know how I, some people are just probably sitting at home triggered right now. They're like, no, the star showed up. It's like, stop, hey, stop, stop. Yeah, I'm turning this off. <laughs> well, keep listening. We got something for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay, the Bible never says that Jesus was born in a, uh, in a barn or in a stable. Yes, that's interesting because what we know traditionally as a barn or a stable is um, in the Western part of the world is uh, what we know here in you know the United States is this crickety old wooden barn and hay and red you know red dirt and all that stuff you know and red barns and white trim, but over there it was most likely in the cave chiseled out some rocks or something like that you know it wasn't it wasn't necessarily uh what we think it is don't we just think that because it says uh he's placed in a manger and so we just assume luke chapter 2 verse 7 i'll read that and she gave birth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn that's what it says right but uh their usage of the word word manger there it's actually referring to a feeding trough yeah it's about to say more like a a goat or or a lamb type feeding trough right and homes back then homes back then uh the living quarters were on top on the surface level and right under it would be where traditionally they would keep the animals Mm -hmm. right right and those kind of things so jesus was born in a feeding trough that's what we know Right. And uh, so uh, this whole image of the nativity, whenever we see him surrounded by animals and all that, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say it just says he was born a feeding trough. You know, 
you know what I always thought was interesting about that scripture when I when I realized that it was a feeding trough and not you know some pretty little baby sitting in a manger is, white white baby <clears throat> yeah a little white baby that he was born in a feeding trough and then thousands of years later we take communion as him as bread and wine as food you know it just all relates back to him being born that's interesting in a, I never thought of it like that uh, basically a plate you know what I'm saying. Uh, just always thought that was interesting. Yeah, I never connected it like that. Yeah, hmm. there you go, mind blown on the food refuge project. For thought, actually, I, food I, for thought. There it is. I, there it is. I, I know you took the labels off, so I don't know which. <laughs> <one's rich. laughs> that is awesome, but yeah, yeah. So it's uh, we hope we're blowing your mind right now, and if you uh, <laughs> we hope you're blowing. Hashtag your blow my mind, but yeah, if you uh. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and drop a comment. Share this with somebody. Let them let them know we're we're, we're speaking facts and truths. Um, yeah. So the next one, and one that I hold near and dear to my heart, the Bible never says that there was a little drummer boy. No, it's a little drummer boy. Me being a drummer, so James be being a drummer right. over here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we and, and you know, where do we get this from? Well, again, another Christmas song. You Which, know. By the way, that is, I think, my least favorite Christmas song. I hate that Christmas song. <laughs> All right, <laughs> little drummer boy, and and it's like really hate that song. Why they used to call him? Come on, little drummer boy, play yeah. play for Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people, you know, everybody, not every, everybody has some Christmas song that they really, really don't like. I think is pretty universally true. Even if you like Christmas music or you hate Christmas music, there's usually like your what's like what's your least favorite song? You got to have one. Christmas song, all of them because they start the day after Thanksgiving. So you hate all of them. You don't have one that oh sticks out goodness. more. Do you don't like any you of them? Man, um, I always thought these these three kings was kind of like old people type music. You know, you don't that, like that one. And I never really liked that one. Yeah, that one's not that good, but it doesn't um, bother me. I just not into that one. I always like the little drummer boy because I always wanted to play drums. It never could. You know. I hate the like we talked about Sunday, never was on beat. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> David, get on the beat. Get on the beat. <laughs> uh, but but I want you to think about this. What if the little drummer boy? What if that was biblical? Now, think about that. Now, James, you've never been a parent. That's true. But uh, parents, whenever they have newborns, <laughs> that was to me. Never been a parent. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Take your applause. Uh, <laughs> but uh, newborn parent, uh, parents of newborns, newborn parents, <laughs> that's funny, uh, they don't get any sleep as right, it is. That's what they mm-hmm. say. Now imagine this jerk is <laughs> walking up with the drum. Right, the right. baby's finally asleep. Pa-ra-pa-pum-pum. And, and you, yeah, you get a chance to finally lay down for a few hours before that baby wakes up. <laughs> right, all that again. And this jerk with the drum comes by. The worst. So, I mean, in history, the drummer always had a, like a, a a job. It wasn't just like he was playing music. He was he was leading the the army uh-huh. and he was setting the the battles off and different things like that. So, yeah. it was an an important role to play, not just uh, something like we do, just for our oh, entertainment. Rapa, pom, pom. 
So I don't know. Well, the point of all of that is it's not in the Bible. <laughs> right? Seems like the point of that is to reinforce my statement that the little drummer boy. That's is funny because both song. of y'all are drummers and hate that song. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> the little drummer boy is theology based in hell. That is, no, that that is not this biblical. This is my theory on the Christmas music that upsets me the most. <laughs> Wait, wait, this sounds like you. There's a major thought behind this. Of course, just take your time. So I don't hate all Christmas music. I'm Mm -mm. totally cool with. uh, There's a few that you know you really like, and then most of it's kind of indifferent. I my favorite type of Christmas music is the super melancholy, sad sounding Christmas music. I love that Eagle song. For some reason, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah. Um, bills will be ringing. Yeah. Or like it. Anyway, but the ones that I hate. That I'd like when they, as soon as they start, you're like, ah, is Little Drummer Boy. It's ones that are really repetitive and it's something that's really repetitive that I don't find interesting. So the whole Little Drummer Boy song is that boom, 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 boom. boom. And then the little pum, 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 pum. And that's the whole song. And it goes on for four minutes or whatever. And I don't find that interesting. And that's the whole song. So all the ones that I hate the most are just really repetitive ones like that that I don't find interesting. So what do you think about, like, Dolly Parton Christmas album or Justin Bieber Christmas album or not the insert non-Christian Christmas album? Well, I I personally... Hard to answer. Personally, I, I like the fact that they're trying to release new Christmas music I just am not it a fan. It almost never works. Yeah, I'm almost just not never. a fan of the new Christmas music. But it's music. never new Christmas music. It's a remix of yeah. an old Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, this, this, you make good music. But at so some let's... point, somebody made a new Christmas song. You know what I mean? Like, the, when the Beach Boys put See, out yeah, the Beach Boys Christmas like, album. And now that's a classic. 1829 or something like that. <laughs> hey, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. That song, jams. <laughs> that was, Anytime that song comes on, I was reading that's an article time. about that last year or something like that. That how many millions? How many millions of dollars she makes off that? Still, Baby. every Christmas she just kills it. Yeah, love that song. Yeah, so it's a great Christmas. So Mariah Carey, we better see fourteen million stacks to your right? best friends. Come on, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is a jam. And if it, y'all could only see James's smile right now. So happy I right know now. He is That's so a good happy. song. No, it's a great song. But and she made that what two thousands? But, but so uh, that was a new song. A, a, a real interesting. You've never. Th- <laughs> there's no way you've never heard this song. One of the things that they bring up in that article Where is how it? that song doesn't follow the typical verse, chorus, bridge structure. Yeah. And, uh, that's why he likes it. it, it uh, that's why everybody it's likes more it. More interesting, and plus, you know, where I care doing her thing. She's pretty hot too. I mean, you know, if you're into that kind of what? stuff, what? You know, that wasn't in the Bible either. Such a disappointed look on his face. I'm just gonna give you one of those. Sexiest woman alive at some point, right? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) She's been alive for a long time. Oh man, she's my age, dude. She is so old. Which which I reinforce my statement a long time. (laughs) Damn, you know how old she is? How old is she? Your age. She's older. (laughs) Oh man, she's not even as old as you. Oh man! No, 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 no. Mar- take her around. You, you know, you know, Mariah Carey, she's doing her thing. You I'm- know how hard it is to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were gonna go fight the karate guy with you. We don't even no, know who he was. Yeah, we back up. I Jimmy. never heard. Y'all just laughed at me, and I went home and I had to ask my wife to put my feelings back together. 
It was funny, man. You can't, you can't deny it was funny. Probably top five greatest stories I've ever oh, heard from you. That, that was, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Anyways, you, you were singing that song, you Doctor Phil. I got another session with you. Oh, Christmas! <laughs> you, but we, the karate teacher took you from me. I was almost out of therapy until I started this podcast with <laughs> y'all. Anyway, that's a good. Isn't one. isn't that what that uh, that YouTube series uh, Cobra Kai is based off? <laughs> Basically, that's, that's that show is about you, man. <laughs> you. Wow. You might as well gotten beat in the last round by <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Wow. Oh, Never man. seen it, but I guess I'm going to have to go watch my... Have you uh, ever seen The Karate Kid? I did see The Karate Kid, but not Cobra Kai. Yeah. Mm. Well, Cobra Kai is okay. The first season's good, and then it gets kind of yeah, ridiculous. It, just, but, it, uh, it goes downhill real quick. Yeah. Man. Kind of like David's life in this story. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Oh man, gracious! We're just J Kane. We're just J Kane. Oh yeah, y'all laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like y'all laughing at my expense. Cobra Kai, man. Wow. So you need to get y'all to chip in on. I'm gonna need y'all to chip in on my ten dollars a week that I have to pay my. My co-payment I had to pay my therapist. We said went downhill. <laughs> oh, man. Talk about Christmas cheer. Jimmy, I'm going to need you to come here in the <laughs> studio. Yeah. Handle up. Don't worry about the ninja pastor. I need these two fools <laughs> taken care of. All right, oh, all right, all right. We're going we gonna to get back on track here. We're going to get back Please, on track. somebody help the brother <sighs> out. Okay. <laughs> the Bible never says... That Jesus was born in zero A.D. Oh yeah, he was, he was born back whenever David was born. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, where's, where's the thing? Just... <laughs> no, David, oh, you're, you're not. You're not that old. You're not that old. Oh man. No, my my dad, he's old. Y'all keep it up. I'm gonna start saying <laughs> mama jokes. <laughs> as long as you finish it with in Jesus' name. Or how do they say that whenever, uh, whenever uh, them church ladies in uh, in the church they want to rip somebody up, all you have to do is say, well, "Bless their heart," Bless their and then, heart. then you just rip them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, the Bible never says that Jesus was born in zero A.D. As we know, B.C. stands for before Christ, right? Um, well, that's what the common uh, uh, understanding of it, but really, it doesn't mean before Christ. It is means it some Latin word? It's well, that's the second one. The it's it's actually BCE, and that's before Common Era. That's what BC stands for. It's not before Christ. It means the same, but it's not technically before right. Common Era. But uh, era. what does that mean? Because they the English thing is they say after death, but it's not. No, that's no, not what it means. No, it's uh, Anno Domine. Yeah, there we which go. means the year of the Lord. That's what that means in Latin, right? But uh, yeah, so Matthew chapter 2 tells us that Jesus was born in the time of Herod, Herod the king. And most historians place Herod's death at around 4 BC. So with, uh, and then whenever Herod ordered all those boys to be killed that were, you know, two years old and younger, within that area, they've calculated that Jesus would have been born between somewhere 4 BC and 6 BC. So that's interesting. Do we know why they started? on the year that they started like zero bc or would it be zero eighty i don't one 
What, so why did they start right there? That's then? something that I'm having to look into. If it's all based for. around his life and death anyway, but yeah. not quite. And what's interesting too is that other you know other cultures don't don't. Um, I think it's called the Gregorian calendar that we follow, right? I don't remember. Um, Sal, <clears throat> check me on that. <laughs> but uh, uh, be the official fact. Yeah, for real. We need to have him on here. He's great. I know he's he's got so much to say. Um, I'm down. Good stuff. But uh, yeah, I'll have to check into that for you. But um, maybe it was just a correction. They're like, look, we're off by three years. We're just going to back this sucker up. Oh, what I was going to say is, is that other mm-hmm. co- other cultures don't follow our calendar, right? So you got mm-hmm. you got some cultures that are are that have are older than that and that still follow their own thing. So their yeah. year is a completely different year than 2020. When the Jewish calendar, isn't that different than what we follow? No, we follow the Jewish calendar. Yeah, yeah. But, but don't they, isn't there like years revolved around the moon? Instead of like, in, so like our year is based off of our uh, No, their revolution. lunar year? Yeah, isn't theirs like, so ours, you know, 2020, that's like 2020 trips around the sun, but their years is based off of the moon making a full rip. Is that not? That's, that's like the, that's I'm, like I'm the gonna Chinese have to research one that. for yeah. sure, right? Yeah, the Chinese one, they follow something they else. They do something based on the moon. Salvador, where are you at? <laughs> Over here in our Western privilege. <laughs> I have no idea what y'all talking about. Moon. That yes. definitely wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> Jesus wasn't born on zero AD. So in case that's whenever you start, you know, whenever he was born, it, um, it no. So anywhere between four and six BC, mm-hmm. Jesus was born. I'm trying to think. I, I, I know the, the, anyway, just keep moving. What, calendars yeah calendars yeah because because i know that because you were a big production guy as well um uh, and in production scheduling they use they use that calendar because it's more accurate to the right. thing and whatever i just yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember that yeah um but yeah it's uh yeah calendars days we're blowing minds over here time time <laughs> space what does time mean <laughs> sane Merry Xmas is taking Christ out of Christmas. We have a lot of people that believe this. Yeah, we're about to get into it. We're, yeah. Mm. How dare you? I just know three old ladies that just turned us off. Mm. I don't think the old ladies turned us on. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely didn't make it this far in this show. (laughs) Really? The uh, sexiest pastor didn't, didn't, didn't draw them in? Bro, I'm telling you. We got two things in common. (laughs) We have no hair or gray hair. (laughs) Oh, uh, you know, whenever people say LOL, you you ever wonder if they're actually laughing out loud? They almost never are. No, but I am LOLing right now. You're lolling. So what happens when Christians, what about when Christians text back the L-A-M-O? Do With, they do that? Yes. Yeah, I know a few of them. Oh. You know, they that are listening. I'm just like, bro, for. you can't cuss on my phone. They probably don't even know what it stands for. Yeah. Like, my mom used to think LOL stood for lots of love. <laughs> so, she, so she would be sending LOL all the time. She'd be like, all right, see you tomorrow, LOL. <laughs> Why are you laughing at my pain, mom? Yeah, no, just thinking she's saying lots of love. That's that yeah. That is. So, so they funny. probably just don't know what Ellen. They just probably just think, just oh, it means like I think it's funny. It. 
after somebody else. This yeah, I, I don't. In the old church, there was a there was a lady that uh, she had teenage daughters at the time, but she herself was not you know hip to the jive. So uh, she she put that the uh, LM that whole one that even had the expletive in there or something she like had that. The F in there you know, too. She put yeah, she put the F in there or something like that. And she really thought it was. Funny. And she had no clue. And you know, and and uh, they told her what that meant, and she just nearly died. So funny. Yeah, yeah. That's the stuff. Like one of like for, you'll forget how to get home, and the other one like you'll forget how to get to heaven. Type deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like one's real bad. Yeah. Especially when old ladies do it. <laughs> I didn't find out what I. The first time somebody sent me IDK, uh-huh. which stands for I don't know. In mm-hmm. case you don't. In case you don't, don't know. DK. <laughs> uh, the first I time thought that somebody, meant I'm Donkey Kong. No, I. <laughs> What time to start? I'm Donkey Kong. Yeah. Um, yeah, first time somebody sent me that, I said, what does IDK mean? And they texted back, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, then why are you texting it to me? I tell you, never mind. Y'all going to make fun of <laughs> No, no, say, no, no, say. no, no, no. Keep on the one no, else wasn't in no, the Bible. No, no, there's other, our <laughs> listeners also want to make fun of you. David's so just really that. interested in the Bible stuff right now. No, we're good. Go ahead. He's really my, not going to tell me. My ego can't handle it anymore. God puts brothers in our lives to humble us sometimes and uh, keep us in check. Or break us. Man, David must have been really thinking a lot of himself before we started doing this podcast. Oh, oh the, the sexiest pastor was... didn't tick you off? I mean, it didn't, didn't tick that mark there? So they put us here just to just... Bring me down to oh, earth. Man. Oh, we love you, Pastor David. I feel like George Clooney. I just floated <laughs> off into nowhere. <laughs> hey, we know we're not getting a million dollars from him. No, no I don't think so. Oh, man. It's okay, though. Gravity. Okay. It'll oh, take you. Man. Uh, yeah, so going back to the statement, uh, you know, many people think that whenever somebody says Merry Xmas, that it's a war on Christmas, right? Mm. And, I, and I've personally uh, met people that believe this. Now, some people might be deliberate in trying to be offensive and, you know, you're taking Christ out of Christmas. Well, just a, a cool little little factoid that I found on the Internet, because, you know, you can find anything on the Internet. Uh, the statement in and of itself is not offensive. Let me explain. Hmm. Let me explain. Here we go. I'm one of the sticklers, by the way. Uh-huh. Mm, okay. So the first letter of the Greek word for Christ is chi, pronounced or spelled C-H-I. In the Roman alphabet, chi is represented by the symbol X. Therefore, Xians don't have to be flustered by hearing or seeing Merry Xmas because it is a symbol. Well, first of all, I don't speak Latin or Hebrew (laughs) or whatever you just said. Okay, In English, X means... X means Xing it out. (laughs) So you Xing Jesus out of Christmas and you don't have Christmas without Jesus. Just and, and there you go. That just that that is a popularly held uh, position. Did you said in the Roman language, it's represented like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't I speak mean, Roman either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, y'all well, made it very clear. I barely speak English. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. I could defend it. How could we defend it? They uh, the first interpretations of the Bible was like Greek and Roman and all that, right? So like we should go off of that language way more than English, right? If you spoke that language, I mean, come on, tell me something else besides Xmas. 
Come on. Give me your Romanish. I got nothing. I can write some numbers for you. Well, good try. So we're going with Alpha. Christmas, not Xmas. Omega. On yeah. this podcast, it's Christmas. Give you a couple letters. Alpha and Omega. I know those letters. I know the beginning and the end. Because it's English. <laughs> It's like it's like that movie, uh, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. The dad is always all like, "I can show you how any word is connected back to the Greek language. Give me a word, any word." Right, anyway, that's for my mom. We is love that, the that one movie. that he always put his elbows in the uh, the uh, glass cleaner. Yeah, yeah, Windex. yeah. Windex. Yeah. Shout out Windex. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout anyway, it's it's just a cool little factoid there. So it's not necessarily a uh, an attack on Christmas, but I see your viewpoint, and I know a lot of people have that viewpoint as well. So. Uh, if it's intentional, well, then you're just a jerk and you hate Christmas. But uh, some people are just maybe just sincerely ignorant. I don't know. So yeah. do you prefer, prefer your, your Jesus, baby Jesus, or the grown Jesus? I feel like this is that that that, 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 that table conversation. Yeah, Talladega Nights is like, I picture my Jesus. Little baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then the grandpa was like, he was a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a beard. <laughs> I'm going to go with a full-grown Jesus. That's the Jesus that seems to get more stuff done. The other yeah. one sits there in the feeding trough. Right. A baby can't do anything for me. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I never really cared whether Jesus was black or white or blue or polka-dotted. It's just, I, I never cared. My favorite is the risen Jesus. Mm. Oh, there you oh go. that's, that's churchy. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's real oh, churchy. Mr. David was. I saw this. Bring it back. I don't even know what this movie was, but back in the day when I lived with my parents and we had regular cable, uh, when I was probably like early high school, I was flipping through the channels looking for something to watch, and it was like, it was pretty late at night, so it's like weird shows on, and I stumbled across some movie, still don't know what it was to this day. But it was talking about Bible stuff, and it was like Bible characters and Noah. It was like in the time of Noah, and so I was like, I was like, I'll watch some of this. And anyway, I don't remember how they made it work, but at some point, this guy's talking to Jesus, and Jesus was a black Jesus in this movie, mm. and he was smoking a cigar, mm. talking to, I think it was like talking to Noah. And so it's black Jesus smoking a cigar. <laughs> just He was just like a real cool cat kind of a guy, and I just remember thinking it was like the weirdest thing. I never figured out what movie it was. It's because you're white. Yeah. And now every time people talk about white Jesus, black Jesus, something like that, I just picture that random movie that I stumbled across where it was black Jesus smoking a cigar. Isn't that something, though, how just like Jesus is is uh, is kind of like, I guess, contextualized, right, and by every every different culture? I mean, there's yeah. Rastafarian Jesus. Yeah. There's So do y'all remember, speaking of Christmas, do y'all remember when like the different cultures, Santa Clauses start showing up? Like forever, like Santa Claus oh, is white. Thing. Like when I was a kid. Oh, you mean like Mexican Santa? Yeah, or something Black like that? Santa. Hey, Mexican Santa, Santa. It is a real thing. It's Pancho Claus. <laughs> no, but like when I was a kid, it was only white Santa. Uh-huh. But then, like there for a while, then then you can start seeing old Santa with di- darker skin. But isn't he supposed to be white? Because di- like the story of and all Saint Nicholas wasn't he some European dude? Mm-hmm. So like this time it actually makes sense. Yeah. It's not like making Jesus white who was unless a Jew. you're Chinese. Yeah, then it don't make no sense. Well, let's Some let's white, be clear here. Fat dude Santa doesn't make sense at, at all, no matter which way you 
spin it. It no. never made sense. No. Especially no. coming down the chimney. Can you imagine all the little poor little kids that don't have chimneys? Yeah. Like, what are they getting for Christmas? It just. We brought this up in Sunday school. Uh, how do you feel about telling your kids, or where your kids are all grown, uh, even your smallest one, he's already at that age to where he understands. Um, did y'all believe in Santa? Did you? Well, I was 12, bro. My, parent, my mama said that if I'd quit believing, he would quit coming. So I was just like, I'm all in. If you don't believe, you don't receive. That's right. Oh, that's I'm so all, manipulative. I am all in until you tell me he's not real. Mm-hmm. So, and I, did you communicate that? I to was your, driving. They to were just kids? like, "Look, I got to tell you something." <laughs> they, said, they said, "This has gone on too long." This has gone on too long. I know you're driving <laughs> yourself like your, to school. Son, you're, you're 18 years old. You're, you're shaving. Well, guess what? There was no Santa. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I said I don't want to tell my kid about Santa. Tara really wants kids to know Santa, though. I I don't actually really care, but I would never be that serious about it. I think it's bad when they're figuring it out and then you're convincing them that it's something that they're already figured out. It's just you're, you're constantly lying to your kids, right? And it just leaves a bad taste. Like when I found out Santa wasn't real, I felt betrayed and stuff i was like because like i didn't care that he wasn't real i was mad that like i'd been lied to by every adult i've ever encountered for my you whole know what life i hate more than santa claus huh. the elf on the shelf oh mm. man that one's weird dude this one is a pain in the butt you know why elf in the shelf look listen parents i know the parents out there are going to agree with me if you hadn't already went all in on the elf in the shelf don't <laughs> okay because of the elf That's on the show. That's a shelf. commitment. You got to move it all Big the time. time. Every single night. And you know what always happens is you have a long day and then you get in bed, you take a shower, you relax, and about 11 o'clock you open your eyes and you're like, oh, I man. didn't move this, the elf. That elf's on that same shelf? And it's, yeah, so then you got to go find it and tie it to the ceiling fan and let it swing around <laughs> and put it in the fireplace and hopefully nobody <laughs> turns it on, you know. Oh. Stupid elf on the shelf. I bet you that wasn't in the Bible. <laughs> For sure it wasn't. I'm with it. I'm not into it. Don't no, get I, into I, it. No. I, just, I, I don't too get lazy. how it all started. Like how all the adults somehow came together and were like, well, let's all lie to our kids about this story. And it's probably from those same people that like made the pet rock in the 80s or whenever, you know, they just needed something new to make money on. I'm sure it was a way to it's get just, their kids to be good because that's the whole thing, right? You know, if you're if you're bad, then you get cold. Santa's not going to give you presents, right? I'm sure it was something where they somebody were just wrote, like, let's get our somebody kids wrote to a behave. Book, right. And they were just like talking about how bad their kids were and they got cold. Mm-hmm. And then this this one, he's like, look, you got a bad kid. Like I wrote this book because I had a bad kid too. read him this book. And then before you know it, publishers got involved. But and somehow, money behind it's like, it. so, people talk about conspiracies. You know what it was? This it was the same person scale. that brings the little the crabs from the beach and sells them in the little <laughs> surf shops. And then you take four of them home, and two days later, they're dead. But see, so same people. But at least in that case, you have a parent probably that's saying, like, hey, you know, this is a scam. You don't really want to waste your time with that. This, they got every parent. To say, yeah, I'll tell my kid this lie. We'll all go along kids. with it. Bunch of bad kids. Every single parent, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that parent. You might have been a bad kid. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I bet I, you when you get a bad kid, you'd be like, where's that Santa book? <laughs> <laughs> and then we also brought up how, like, uh, you want, uh, if you're the parent giving the 
gives to the kid, like you want the kid. You to want the like, credit for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I bought you that bike. That wasn't some dude who had his slaves make it for. Him. <laughs> that was me. I worked all year so you could have right. that bike. Do you know how much overtime I had to go for that hoverboard you're about to get this year? Yeah, I'm not giving that credit to some fake dude. <laughs> Whenever you paint Santa like that, well then yeah, he's yeah, a sweatshop full of these little dwarfs. Hey, have you ever wondered why like, all, all the dwarves are like skinny? Dwarves. They're not dwarves. Because Santa gave made all the cookies. He didn't even share. Hang up, first of all, what are they? They're not dwarves. <laughs> they're elves. They're elves. It's just a little thing. You know, they're small little people. Oh, 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 oh. They're so much smaller than Santa that he can manipulate oh, them. Man. We're about to get and canceled. And enslave a whole race of elves. And he obviously ate all their food. Talk about genocides and stuff. He took them all. You know, on that train of thought, Willy Wonka is the same thing with the Oompa Loompas. Come on now. Willy but Wonka. But did he save them? Weren't they like being Willy Wonka or was something? the dirty cousin. Of Santa Claus. Why is he gonna oh be dirty? Because you've seen his place, bro. He has some weird little. You know, it's funny, Willy Wonka. Around. He's the one that has Oompa the chocolate Loompas. factory, mm-hmm. but he was always like a decent looking dude. Santa's the big guy. Well, maybe he was eating too much of the cousin's chocolate. Maybe that's. Maybe Willy <laughs> Wonka was plotting theories. against you him. You know, I, I really want to have a podcast on conspiracy theories one day. Ooh. We can yeah. do it. Look, look, bro. Let me, let me let me describe my living room right now. Oh, here we go. My living room right now, you got a elf three, on the shelf, three three seater couch, <laughs> two seater couch, chair. You know, typical living room. You got the rug, and then you know the 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 table. What do you call that? The coffee the, table. The coffee table. <laughs> nice little decorations on it. One end is like home decor magazine, and the other one is like probably uh, uh, that lady and that dude on the uh, on the, the channel that talks about shiplap all the time. Mm, the magnolia the magnolia yeah, yeah, yeah. one you probably got one right there and then the other side of the directions the directions the decorations you have conspiracy theory book it's mm. got all the juicy stuff in it so when you, you get bored just open that bad boy up and they'll tell you exactly what happened to jfk <laughs> Sure. Exactly, bro. Oh, you so don't. You know all about it. Oh, you don't know. I don't know, but my <laughs> wife is deep. You didn't read the book. She is deep. It's right there on next to your decorations, bro. She is so deep. She knows all the conspiracies. I used to be pretty into them because she thinks it's a conspiracy you... that we got married. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh. I'm trying to work my way out. Is of it that in one. the book? Might be. <laughs> what, what is it? A uh, white white guys. Uh, taking over the Latin American community. Mm-hmm. We're trying to water it down, bro. Mm. <laughs> trying to bring these redheads in that's super white. <laughs> so, so that's you. That's Who's, me. <laughs> what's the organization you're part of? So she's always asleep with one eye. This is uh, this is where <laughs> one I eye have open. To not you know. Oh yeah, confirm you're, not, my you're probably not allowed to talk about no, it. I'm no. sure. <laughs> nope, can't. It's uh, redheads <laughs> of America. My thing with the conspiracies is. Even, like, let's say, yo, I figured it out. I figured out the JFK, like, whatever the conspiracy is. Uh, like, what happens next? Another conspiracy. You, you've won. You just sit there and nothing you, happens. You've won the... No, if you can figure that out, then you can figure out the election, bro. Okay, but <laughs> and then, then we can get a so, president. Okay, so I figured out the election. Now what happens? Me sitting in my house. I figured out what happened. <laughs> then you go to the chocolate factory and the, then you get yeah. a golden mind. You jam. find out what happened to that Oompa Loompa that got so big she exploded. <laughs> 
That wasn't an Oompa Loompa. That was Violet. You even seen the movie? You know he has. Of course he hasn't seen it. No, that's Violet. She got the golden ticket. She got one of them. She was one of Violet. You're turning Violet. You're turning Violet. Yeah. That's who they wrote the Santa book for. (laughs) For them kids, the bad little Violet. She then can't kids. just keep her hands to herself. Yeah, she's oh, a problem. Man. Man. She is a problem. All right. Well, moving this along, because we we ventured into some crazy territory. Uh, the, finally, the last one is, uh, you know, people that say happy holidays. Again, another attack on Christmas, kind of like putting X in Xmas, right? How dare you say happy holidays? It's Christmas. We know that that's out there. Uh, and, and maybe it's a statement that was made to be more politically correct maybe or not but uh whenever you look at the actual literal word holiday it's actually derived from holy day that's what the that's what that means and celebrating christ's birth is absolutely a uh a holy day for us but also the bible also says that we're not to esteem one day above any other all days are days that god has made right and we'll rejoice in them so uh so happy holidays again maybe it's just more on a uh, just to be politically correct but uh, i don't think there's anything wrong with saying happy holidays because every day is a holy day david (laughs) 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 um you know i'm a a traditionalist a little bit on Mm -hmm. on on this type of stuff most older people are (sighs) (laughs) I wish we had cameras in here. You can really see David's face. Uh, <laughs> I think that uh, we talked a little bit about this last week, and uh, I think the more that we point God away from culture, the more we start taking these little things out that we think they're just little small things. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, we're removing God from the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's dangerous when we just start taking a little, and, and, and I'm really not like deeply offended by happy holidays or whatever, yeah. but I think it is important that we do keep our eye on how culture is trying to turn it, you know, they, they secularize say, it, right. Yeah. You don't yeah. see you, that. Like they say, you don't turn the Titanic all at one time mm-hmm. um, before you know it is going a different direction. And I think a lot of times when, when you see these little pieces, um, if it's Xmas or happy holidays or whatever it may be, um, you know, over a period of time, we culture can turn. And then before you know it, there's, <clears throat> there's no, praying in schools, you know, yeah. abortions legal, those type of things. And then our culture itself is, is ruined. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that point. And, and by no means, you know, do I think that we need to diminish anything about Christmas, but really celebrate it. And, yeah. uh, and then that's, you know, that's why we celebrate Christmas. You know, we celebrate Christmas because we're celebrating the incarnation that is Jesus Christ. You know, he, uh, it's a time for us to reflect on our anointed King he came into human history at a specific point, specific time. He came for a purpose. The baby was born to die and to die for us, to serve us, to to, to be there and to love on us, to give us access into into his kingdom. And uh, I think most importantly is, is to satisfy God's wrath against humanity. You know, that's really the story of Christmas. And that is absolutely biblical, right? right. It's, it's that God... God was ready to judge humanity and Christ stands as the mediator saying their debt is paid if they just believe in me. Right. And that's really the, the the story of Christmas right there. That's the gospel that it's what it's all about, Jesus. So 
know we had a lot of fun on this uh, on this uh, podcast, but you know we definitely don't ever want to diminish and the cross and the sacrifice and, and, and Jesus. We always want to lift them up. And, you know, we uh, we hope that you guys that are listening, that, that y'all understand our heart behind this. We, we want to show you we we want we can have a good time as Christians as well. And uh, just like Pastor David says all the time, whenever we get up there to heaven, I think that God's going to really tell some of us too, y'all should have had more fun. Yeah. You know, I think he was a fun guy. I, I th- you know, when Jesus was on earth, I th- you know, we look at him as a very serious guy. But come on, if, you, if you're around a bunch of guys all the time and they're your friends, there was lots of cutting up between him and the disciples and, and those different, different aspects in his life. And, um, but, you know, I, th- I think when you, was just, when you were talking about that, it's so important that we understand what our Bible says. Mm-hmm. You know, in a yeah. couple of weeks ago, I was preaching about sampling the Psalms and how Jesus would... Um, well, not just Jesus, but the the New Testament would always go back, and they would sample the 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 Old Testament. And it's the same thing for us. We have to know our Bible, what it says, when it don't says, because probably every most people, when they heard what we talked about today, what was was not in the Bible, they didn't know that wasn't in the Bible, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah. it's super super important that that we have a good foundation of who God is and what our Bible says and and those type of things and do some studying and don't believe what, what I say and don't believe what pastor Caesar says or pastor Mark or, or definitely don't believe what James says. The bearded wonder, the bearded Christmas wonder, but just re- truly get that foundation and ask the questions and research. And uh, it, my son always asked me these questions. I said, quit asking me. I said, you got the greatest thing that w- that's ever been invented in your pocket right now. That I, was, you could- I was totally, I'm thinking Google, but I know where you're going on that. <laughs> you know, just, I mean, there's Bible apps and commentaries and, yeah. uh, I mean, Google, yeah. all of it. You yeah. know, it's right there in your hand. Do the research. You're going to learn more by doing the research than if I tell you the answer. Yeah. Um, because you put the time and effort in and had to study what was right and what's wrong. So it's super, super important for all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean... Um, God is good all the time. We want to celebrate him uh, every day, not just on Christmas Day. Uh, so um, just having a good time with you guys. And that's a, that's a cool thing with about with Christians, right? Because really every day is Christmas and every day is Easter. It, it should be anyway. Right. I said that in Sunday school and said, can I get presents every day? You sure can. There you go. <laughs> you know, but every day we should celebrate Christmas. Every day we should celebrate Easter because without, you know, without the, the birth, there is no death. Without the death... It, there is no life in Christ. So uh, every day, every day, it's it's good. So good. Hey, we thank you guys for joining in on this episode of The Refuge Project. We love you. Hashtag us, share us with somebody that needs to hear this. We love you. This is The Refuge Project. She's so pregnant. Yeah, how pregnant was she? Super pregnant.